Hello, welcome, 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 people. You are viewing and listening to the Fretzel slash Pedalboards of Doom live podcast. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Without a hitch. And look, look, I didn't mention this to you guys, but I have wine. <laughs> Why not? Why not indeed? Um, so, yeah, standard stuff. You are here with Mr. Budget Pedal Chat, which is me. Not on wine. Uh, you are here with uh, Lee Pedalboards of Doom. Uh, Lee Doom, is it? Lee, Lee Pedalboard? Uh, <laughs> and you are here with Hi Matt. Hi Matt! Well, hey! Hey! So, uh, what's up, guys? What's up, Buck? <laughs> that, nah. that crap, that crap joke. Uh, look, uh, that's, that's what this is all about, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna front load this with an apology to the listeners and viewers. I am tired as balls. So <laughs> if there's waffle, uh, if there's misinformation, put it down to that rather than the usual. Um, I've been talking about balls. Talking about balls? Yeah, in particular, uh, Rasputin's balls. Okay. Rasputin, right? At one point when uh, when he was involved in the Russian royal family, he went up to the window, I think it was at the Winter Palace, and he, he opened up the window, got his, he was very well endowed, and he got his balls and cock out, and he started shaking it and shouting out to the people, this is what's running your country. <laughs> And I wonder if that's where the term... Yeah, ballsy. Like, that ballsy. guy's got balls. You know, yeah, look yeah. at the balls on that guy who comes from. From, from Rasputin. I heard that he was, uh, he was quite, a, quite a large gentleman. And that um, after they removed his, um, his member... Yeah, they you can still go it. and see it. Yeah, yeah. They, which is gross. But yeah. you do you, Russia. You do you. Very interestingly, right? He um, he was part of this religion where, in order to get closer to God, you would sin. <laughs> that sounds like rock and roll, man. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so, like, I I understand a little bit of how religion works. R- run me by that one. How's that? Because <laughs> well, basically, people make many of these religions to suit themselves, and I think that is very much case in point with this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's sin to get closer. Yeah, that's it. But isn't oh. that what the Catholics do? Don't they sin and then just apologise for it afterwards? Or? Whoa, 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 whoa! This is uh, this is, is a live <laughs> podcast. I don't think yeah, we we're going to right, touch man. that one with a with Rasputin's <laughs> dick, mate. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, let's let's, let's drag it back into briefly, mo- very quickly move away from that subject. Yeah. Rather than talking about Rasputin's genitals, let's talk about some guitar stuff. Matt, you have been balls deep in guitar um, equipment this week, haven't you? I have. Rasputin I... deep. <laughs> that's the that's so, the title right there. <laughs> so basically, I got my Hello Sailor effects through the post finally after a couple of issues which I spoke about on our Facebook page. I've spoken about on the last podcast, so there's no point in going into that. But basically, I've just spent two and a half, three days at this point just doing little Instagram clips and uh, just playing my new pedals through my Vox amp um, yes. which, so, so yeah. for, for those who, who 
aren't aware of it because the podcast is out tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. so yeah, they, they don't know about it uh, yet. So you got, you got two pedals, didn't you? Yeah, so I've got um, a custom one that I asked for that was made to my specs. So it was one of his broadsides and a TS-808 with his like Stevie Ray Vaughan mod in it put yeah. together into one pedal with an order switch so that I could do the broadside into the tube screamer or the tube screamer into the broadside all in one housing thinnest in shoreline gold like my Cabernet Telly with uh, chrome knurled knobs like my Cabernet Telly um, a custom graphic on it it's got Hello Sailor in a, in a font that I've chosen along with the name of my band Switch because he said is there anything any other text that you want on there so I, I put that on there mm-hmm. um, yeah and it's just Epic. So, um, so uh, to to kind of briefly discuss those things. So, Tube Screamer is a Tube Screamer. We know what they do. Uh, Stevie yeah. Ray mod makes it um, slightly less mid honky and, and more open. Smooths it? It out, yeah, it smooths it out a little bit. So it's it's more of a more of a boost. Like uh, there is there there's, there's gain there, but it's not just like a a mid push. It's a smoother kind of effect. It's uh, very EQ. Yeah. than a, a standard um, tube screamer. So now the, the broadside side of the pedal is really, really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so it, it is an overdrive if you push the gain. And I mean, you've got to basically be on like, you know, you've got to be past three o'clock on the gain to yeah. get sort of an overdrive sound out of it. What it's, I don't know whether it was originally designed to, but what most people are using it for is an underdrive. So you run your amp hot, and you run it to whatever kind of make your amp basically your crunch sound and then you kick in the broadside and it just gives you a clean channel without you having to have the two channel amp um, it just, sorry are you using it like um, using the pedal as your rhythm then when you kick it off your lead tone is your, uh, your amp no so basically because I've got the tube screamer in there as well the intention is for the, the amp to be my rhythm the um, the broadside to be my clean, and it, it rather than like just cutting the level down, you can, you can get a, almost like a clean boost. It's it's really weird. I thought it was just going to be like rolling the volume back on your guitar a little, and it cleans up your amp. This isn't like this at all. You can have this at the same level as your rhythm sound, and it just gets rid of all again. I don't know what magic is going on, but um, really, yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, if you check out. If you check out my, my Instagram, like the first video, I've got my um, my Vox set to my rhythm tone, and I kick. The, I, th- I think I can't remember which way I start, but I, I flick between the two so you can hear that there's no volume change, and you've got drive when it's off and yeah. clean when it's on. Wow. Yeah, it's it's that's, it's it's got like this this weird kind of EQ trickery because I've I've actually had a go on the uh, on on the the double mat, which is the broadside and the the tube screamer. Uh, and I did it with my HT5, and it, it, yeah, there was there was a very slight uh, volume discrepancy between the the clean uh, broadside and the the drive of the HT5. But it, it it basically does some EQ uh, wizardry and just kind of cleans up your <laughs> cleans up your channel. So, something like that is going to react massively differently to uh, to amp to amp and guitar. Yeah, yeah, you. Uh, yeah. But that's the thing. Like you've got a, you basically you, you gain what would be a gain control is what you use to then kind of do your EQ and to you either drop it down for a higher gain amp or push it up a little bit, like 
you just got to find the sweet spot and once you find the sweet spot it's incredible and for those of you that can see I don't know whether the lighting is very good but that is the pedal itself that looks um, nice that and, really yeah, like I say dragon, like a blue Chinese dragon yeah, around, around the skull like the hair of the skull isn't it yeah um, and like I say that, that design um, he gave me a list of about 80 designs to pick from that was the one I picked from and then obviously name of the bands at the bottom there Hello Sailors at the top and like I say it's in Shoreline Gold um, and uh, it's got the Chrome Nil knob which again so I chose um, it's just an, an absolutely incredible pedal um, yeah. What's the blue switches do? Just remind me. So uh, the, the sorry the so that's your broadside on. That's your tube screamer on, and then there's a toggle switch here to change the order, so I can run the the broadside into the tube screamer or the tube screamer into the broadside, depending on which I think gives a better flavour. If I'm using both of them at the same time, a bit like a king of tone sort of thing going on. I'm with you. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. That is that is super cool. Up. So yeah, I mean you've you've got that, but you also. <laughs> you've, so uh, you've been tempting me with a with another pedal, haven't you? What happened was somewhere in the post, like like you say, you got the pedal first because I said that you could do a demo for your YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> you got the pedal first, out yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you sent it over to me. Now between it going from you to me, mm. something came loose inside the pedal, and I just got a load of noise when I kicked the tube screamer on. Um, so, so basically, Adam's ruined your pedal, not told you. <laughs> out. Yeah. Possibly. I don't, maybe that's why he hasn't released the YouTube video, because he yeah. couldn't actually record. Yeah, yeah, just record it. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, basically, yeah, so he sent across, and it, like the tube screamer, I was just getting noise. It wasn't like um, this, with it, with this being a custom wine pedal, if you put every single one of the knobs on the tube screamer up to 10, you will get a lot of noise, but this this I was getting like a, a high pitched wine. It didn't matter where any of the, the things were. The only thing I could change was the volume of the the wine. So something that had gone wrong somewhere. So I messaged Joe and he tried to talk me through fixing it. Couldn't end up doing that. So um, I sent the pedal back to him, and as an apology, he sent me a Rangemaster clone. Um, so one of his versions of the Rangemaster clone, um, which he then finished in a green and gold sparkle. Which, depending on what the angle of the light, yeah. is either green or gold. So um, we we had this issue the other day get. where it, it doesn't show up really well on the uh, on on the hangouts call. Uh, yeah, but the you, best thing the, to the, do the pictures that you've put up on your Instagram and in in our group as well. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, like I say, it's in a, a green and gold sparkle finish with a nitrocellulose finish. Um, it's got a, a toggle switch for. Um, the EQ, so there's a fat mode and a, a standard mode, and then you can change between a vintage military transistor and an 80s Russian germanium um, NOS transistor. Um, and like he's he's done that for me because I've had the issue with that, like the, the pedal got damaged, um, which is just incredible customer service. Like I say, I'd have been happy if I'd have, he'd just covered the cost for me, post it back to him, and then post it back out to me. But he sent me this pedal as well. Yeah, which in turn has made me want a range master. I mean, yeah, if if you yeah, if I've you, been lost enough to want to live for a while. If you drop over to my Instagram again, um, the first couple of videos of me playing around with the double mat, and then most of the rest of it is just the range master with me doing like fuzz riffs with it or doing playing a bit of Queen riffs because obviously that's box it. pushed with a range master. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> you can't not do Queen riffs. Um, so I did a bit of that, and yeah, it's just like I say. Um, I've, I, I bought the double mat originally to go on my mini board 
and <laughs> I'm the name currently of <laughs> I'm currently dismantling my main board to try and fit these panels on it because they're just that good. I've just uh, decided to take my wah off of my board and put it off to the side, and I thought, well, do you know what? I'll do um, I'll do the same thing with my one of my expression pedals as well. So now I've like liberated a bit of room on the board, and I'm like, shall I add more on here? No, yes, like, no, yes, no, 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 no. Yes, yes of course. My feet barely fitted on some of the pedals, <laughs> so uh, you know I've got like the um, the plus pedal, you know, the uh, game changer effects plus pedal, yeah, sustainable. Yeah. And I, I could use it. Like a keyboard pedal. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah a, exactly. Right. Yeah. So now I can actually use it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I yeah. reckon you've made made enough space for a range master. You, you've earned it. You've earned it, Lee. Go on, and, treat and yourself. If if you are considering the range master, Joe's got a sale on his Reverb account at the moment. So if you head over to Hello Sailor on Reverb, don't he's got a range master on there. Don't tell me that. <laughs> which is twenty quid off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What's up next, boys and girls? Um, so, let's have a look. Well, I mean, we've what I've been up yeah, to, and that's it. Google. Um, so, yeah, you've done your <laughs> range master. Um, what, have I, what have I done this week? Um, oh, I got uh, I got a circuit tester through the post. Um, I ordered a circuit tester off Fuzzdog um, because I put together uh, two circuits... And I figured, rather than finding out whether they work when I've <laughs> put them into a, an enclosure, I thought, I'll, I'll do things legit these days. Uh, so I bought myself a, a circuit tester. Uh, so I'm, I'm going legit. So I've got a, a Naga Viper, which is um, kind of range mastery, treble boostery uh, inspired. Um, and a, a Baz Fuzz. Uh, circuit that needs tested um, so that's going to happen soon hopefully um, I've also uh, received through the post um, a little sneaky prototype of a uh, of a pedal that I've been trying like literally dying to try for, for absolutely ages and I've got to give a huge shout out to, to Stuart who is in the in the chat is he? Yeah uh, so yeah so yeah, uh, I've got the facts. Yeah, I got the the Antares drive um, from Stuart as a little uh, loan. Uh, so that will be appearing on my Instagram very soon. Uh, I, I received it like two days ago and haven't been in the house since, so I haven't had a chance to plug it in. So, I mean, you lot, are, it's. Partly the reason why I'm not playing it right now is because I'm live streaming. But, <laughs> but you wish you, know you were for the love for the love of the stream. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, love of the stream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the fact that we're getting these um, these little jingles going on now. <laughs> yeah. the love of the stream. It's because you two are confident enough to sing on the internet. I'm not <laughs> uh, uh, confident. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> confident, <laughs> stupid. There's Why a fine line, isn't it? Confident, stupid. Mutually, be- mutually. Um, no, they yeah, hand in hand, oh. don't they? Like chalk and cheese. <laughs> like chalk and cheese, chalk and cheese, chalk and cheese. Uh, so yeah, that, that's going on with me. Um, 
like we mentioned uh, in the cast that's coming in tomorrow as well, I've, I've been playing some guitar and tabbing um, the Lizzie tune, uh, Still in Love oh, nice. With Cause I've, Do you know what? I've been in my studio pretty much all day today and I've all I've done is played a couple of chords on my bloody <laughs> acoustic just because I've been soundproofing. <laughs> so annoying. I'm not going to lie, I'd forgotten we picked that song. <laughs> I've just been messed around with different sounds on these pedals. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see. Like, can I get can I get the range master into this tune? If not, then <laughs> screw it. I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think I think I might be alone on on this uh, on this challenge for for this month. Uh, I don't know. We'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Cool. Yeah, the live and dangerous version actually is is a bit harder. the The original version is a bit more chilled out. But there's right, okay. some horrible timing. Gary Moore. Um, yeah, he he was good. Um, Lee, so you've been you say you've been soundproofing today. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been uh, soundproof, and you can see behind me if you look. There's like lots of blackness, and it, it goes all the way up to the door and stuff like that. Uh, I've just used up all the soundproofing I had. Cool, pretty dead in here, pretty dead <laughs> in here. But I, I did come in with the idea of, oh, let's see what tones I can get out of my pedal board, and then didn't touch my pedal board. <laughs> so it's like Schrodinger's tones. <laughs> yeah, what's in there? Yeah. Are there? There are either are tones in there or there aren't tones in there, but we won't find out until we open it up. Boom. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, before we kind of crack on with the news today, we uh, we saw a bit of... Um, uh, Hang on. Hang on. Oh, are you, are you, I have, I have done other stuff. <laughs> I thought you just you just done the same proofing. Go on, carry on. Carry on, my mate. No, man. I've got a new pedal this week. Oh, go on. Right. Wrong answers only, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's green. Yeah. It's got three knobs on it. Yep. And it's made by Ibanez. Um, Ooh. 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 <laughs> delay pe- is it a delay pedal? DD7. Yeah. Green. No. Boss DD7. Ibanez <laughs> Boss DD7. I'm thinking the Joyo, uh, Joyo Vintage Overdrive. Uh, <laughs> the Ibanez Joyo Vintage Overdrive. <laughs> I think you're uh, fine. I, I got my first ever TS9. Way, hey! Well, I've lost my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, don't think we can talk about that on uh, live on the internet, can we? Or can we? Uh, Lovely. Lost my tube screamer, my TS9 virginity. Yeah, I, I think that's okay. It should have been yeah, the, uh, be really... the the sparkly cherry one for losing your virginity, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, unfortunately, I can't afford like a, to remortgage the house at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah. And how are you finding it? How, how's your uh, your tube screamer? I haven't played it. Oh, but I've I've got I, I, okay. I say it's my first one. I've got one built into that amp, so that's the TS uh, yeah, the, fifteen the TSA fifteen. Yeah, is it? yeah TSA fifteen H, and uh, it's um so it's got a TS nine built into it. But you know, it was sent to me for free, so I can't. You know, it's, it's great actually. Because I've I've always wanted one. I've got that TS10. Was it a TS7? No, it's a TS10. I've got. Do you remember I said I picked up a TS10 a while back as well? Okay. That's the one that John Mayer uses, isn't it? The TS10. <laughs> yes. 
what's the, the only thing I know about the TS10. I mean, I mean he's a... I just, I'm just not a fan. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I really am not. Let's move on because I know lots of people are. And I don't want to upset anyone over someone's oh, mediocre. I, 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 yeah, if they don't want to hear talk, let's talk about him being mediocre. I don't. Was it the last cast that I mentioned that his music was basically wet fart pop? And that, and that is mm-hmm. the uh, that's that's the title of the next episode. Yeah, wet <laughs> fart pop. Yeah. Um, Continuum mm. is a fantastic album. His live album Try as well is a fantastic album. The rest. I've tried. I've I've tried with him so many times. I'm like everyone's going. Oh yeah, Jim Mayer. Yeah, it's so good. And I've, I've like put him on so many times to try and like listen to. Him. I'm thinking, what am I missing? What's wrong with me? But it's just like, what am I doing with my time listening to this rubbish? <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's about the feel, man. It's about the feel. Like he's got some absolute just quality touch. I, do you know what I reckon it is? I reckon it's he's been overhyped. I, I think if I'd gone out and just found him and like uh, yeah. I started listening to it, I'd be like, oh, do you know what? this is quite good. But I think he's been made out to be like so, so good. Same was with Ryan Adams. Uh, you know, I, uh, let's not mention what's going on with him this week because that's just a whole another ball game. But <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> nope. people were going on, people were going about like how he used a lot of pedals and these sort of things. So I was like, oh, yeah, great. Went on there and I was just like, what is this? All acoustic pop. <laughs> yeah, come on, what, what's he using the pedals for? You know? <laughs> but uh, my, my favourite bands are bands like Muse and Radiohead and these sort of things. So the bands yeah. that are really they're really kind go of doing something different. You know, yeah. I mean, they they were about using the effects in a to like to craft the song rather than yeah. just as a sprinkle yeah. on top of the song. Yeah, I, I do think, you know, and I've got to say this, I, I don't hate me for this group. Please don't hate me for this. But I've got to agree with Bonham Massa and what he said with um, learn to play your fucking instrument first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think just agreeing with Bonham Massa just means our, our viewing figures. <laughs> yeah. It was fun while it lasted, guys. Fret Talk podcast last episode. <laughs> <laughs> But no. yeah, no, he's got a point. Learn how to use your instrument. Learn what your instrument can do rather than, I don't just mean play, you know, your instrument can do loads and loads of stuff that a lot of people don't even know what their tone control does. And then, you know, go Matt. from there. We don't mention that control. It doesn't exist. It doesn't on yours, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've only got one on my, one control on my Cabernet and it's a volume and I don't even really need that. <laughs> yeah, you just want to switch, don't you? An on-off switch? Not even that, just... just well, let's pull here. Yeah, I've got yeah. I've got it set up. So you got humbucker. Uh, sorry, you got the bri- uh, neck, and you got the bridge. But here, it's out of phase. So when it's in the middle position, it's out of phase. Then all four of these um, pop. So all four of these go. Uh, I can split both of the coils, and I've had them updated by. Um, oh, bollocks! Who updated them? I can't remember if Monte, top of my head. Was it? No, 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 no. Very, very famous cut builder, and I can't remember him off the top of my head. Fletch. Um, no, Kent Armstrong. <coughs> Kent Armstrong. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had them rewired by them. It's Seymour Duncan's, but I got them to rewire them. Yeah. And then um, I've got this one down here as a boost. So the tone, con- the tone pop for the, uh, for the bridge is is a boost so it just 
goes straight from pickup to output. Yeah, like a blower switch kind of thing. Ex- exactly that. And then what would normally be the phase actually puts it into phase rather than out of phase. You, you are crazy uh, motherfucker. Yeah, and I use all of that, and I use all of them as tone controls and everything. I, I get so many tones out of that guitar, and I don't, you know, that's before I even start doing touching effects at all. That's just me into the amp on a clean or a crunch. Yeah, absolutely. But, but then can, things come on top. Can I ask a question? What the fuck is all that about? Why don't you for? just why why don't you just wire the bridge pickup to the output jack and be done with it? That's what that blower switch does. <laughs> yeah, but why don't yeah. you just use that all the time? That's it, yeah. <laughs> just have the others as like candy on the top, so it's decoration. Decorative do purposes. Yeah. No, I'm 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 a big advocate of. I mean, I'm somewhere in between Yuli uh, and Matt. So Yuli, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, uh, he's a he's a famous chap, isn't he? Uli, Uli Roth. Yeah, oh yeah, Uli Roth, Uli Roth, Uli, 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 Uli. So yeah, I'll, I, I, I'm a telly guy, so it's one one volume, one tone. Um, but I'll I'll ride that tone control to get to get multiple times out of it. Yeehaw! Yeah, that's it. <laughs> woo woo. Um, <laughs> but then I. Um, I've I've got a phase switch uh, on most of my tellies as well, and then some yeah, got some mental that, stuff. Our phase, our phase uh, sounds so good, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, you got your your funk tones, especially on a telly. Like two single cores out, out of phase is just funk, F O N K. Is that uh, like your T O A N Z? That's it, twans. Twans. Should we talk about our, our bug of the day? Is that where you wanted to go? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So it was, yeah. In in the Guitar Nerds forum, there was a um, inexperienced comment, shall we say? So what, do, do you know what? <laughs> what? One of the things that really pissed me off about this is it wasn't just in Guitar Nerds. This guy had gone round oh, and posted it on a load of different forums. He posted it on Pedalboard to Doom. I saw it, got pissed off, deleted it. I thought, what a bell end. But. <laughs> Um, <laughs> voice of reason there <laughs> but yeah uh, you know he, he'd he gone around and he, he had it was it was it was trolling he really was but a lot of people jumped on it uh, from what I I mean from the the conversation that was going on in the in the, the nerds forum because they they let it run for quite a while um, should we say what it was I was going to say yeah we haven't said explained what the comment yeah, was yeah yeah so the the comment was something like uh, companies charge upwards of three hundred dollars for um, for these boutique boutique pedals and they're essentially just clones of already made circuits. They cost about fifteen dollars to make. What's what's with that? Um, <laughs> so yeah. we can understand why that that vexed a few people. Um, but it, it even got. Uh, it even got some of the big boys involved as well. Brian Wampler commented on it himself. Did he really? I didn't see that. Yeah, he said, uh, "If you can, if you can uh, make those pedals for fifteen dollars, you're hired, mate." Uh, <laughs> Genius. Genius. So that, that was a that was a pretty uh, pretty good response. Um, yeah. But yeah, like like I say, from from what I saw in the uh, in the comments. It was it was a genuine misunderstanding from this chap. So he thought, oh yeah, because some of the components can be bought for this 
it is and it's they're they're all just either tube screamer clones or rat clones or or whatnot then all it all it requires is you making um making one of one of those um so it was it was coming from a kind of a place of inexperience and ignorance um and he yeah did- and if you're coming from that point of view yep. why go you know oh, oh, i'm being ignorant here and i don't really know much about it but i'm gonna go and post it on all the biggest groups out there <laughs> and try and make a song and dance of it yeah it's like look i, I don't know I, I you know i love science but i don't know that much in order to go and go oh yeah science is all just math in it and you know go and post it on the groups because i'm not a bellend <laughs> oh, this guy irritates me <laughs> Yeah, so he he weren't he weren't the the most subtle in the way that he did it. I'm I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt of it, of the fact that from from what I saw, it was it was ignorance rather than uh, just plain right. trolling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd kind of retort retort on this one ourselves, weren't we? Um, so yeah, as as I said, uh, Brian Wampler um, came in on it. Uh, Ash Stewart as well, Stuart Tate. Uh, basically gave the guy like a breakdown of what it costs to make right. one of his pedals without any of the R and D and the um, the kind of the time and experience that builds up to a point where you can uh, take a circuit that's been designed before and alter it and and put your own stamp on it or even just remake some parts of it. Uh, so that it excluded all, all of that, and it was nowhere near fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, they, like that was that was the bit that got me. Was like I saw the post and I just ignored it, and then the post came up on my timeline about twenty minutes later because Stuart had commented on it, and I thought, oh, what Stuart said? Because I'm sure he's just going to tell this guy that he's a total and utter dickhead, and he didn't. He like he, he just he just literally explained, no, you're wrong. Here's a load. Of, here's a massive list of all the shit that goes into it. Yeah. This doesn't include this. It doesn't include that. This is literally just to make one that you've already pre-designed. Yeah, yeah. And so some of these, some of these um, builders go really, you know, above and beyond on their builds. And they're not just knocking out existing circuits. That they're they're making either brand new circuits or they're making massive run of like. Renovations isn't the right word, but that's where I'm kind of heading with it. Yeah, the kind yeah. of existing circuits. So if you chuck up the uh, where have we got, I've got a picture of it here. We're so, talking the raise the dead. Absolutely. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst picture ever. You can blame Matt for that of the raise the dead. <laughs> I googled the raise the dead. He, he, <laughs> if it's, he, if he it's went into shit, paint and drew it himself. He says, "I know what it looks like." Do you know what, Matt, uh, Adam? We, uh, um, we, we should have. Johnny, Fred, we we should have um, run away, run with uh, that painted one because it, it would look yeah, better than this better, picture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So, so so you've got on there. I know <laughs> <laughs> what what you've got there, right? Is one knob fuzz, yeah, yeah. Simple. There's not much going on there, but that has got a little um, amplifier in it, a little um, tra- uh, transformer. transformer yeah. Sorry. Which stops it from fucking up, basically. So you can have it anywhere in your chain, unlike most fuzzes. You can have it anywhere in your chain, and it's going to work because he spent hours and hours and hours and hours on that trying to get it right. And you know, Stu does not spend five minutes putting, like, throwing together someone else's design that he's picked up off of a 
build your own clone sort of website. He, he builds all these himself, as do most of the decent builders, most of the uh, decent companies. Yeah, absolutely. Is, yeah, the, uh, it might have a generic sound in it, but it's not like it's not just photocopy their their thing and put it into our own. It's this is our take on you know they change it around. I mean, like uh, for, for Stuart, really the one the the main one is like the Ant- the Antares probably has sort of a tube screen there circuit in there, but changed in so many different ways that it would be unrecognisable. Well, yeah, here's the other thing, right? You've got um, what's the only other tube screamer you can think of that has a blend on it? Uh, I, I can't. The, the, um, the new tube one has got a blend on it, hasn't yep. it? Exactly. It's the only one I can think of that's got a blend on it. It's about like 300 yeah, quid. Clean, clean blend. Exactly. And that's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> 300 quid. Uh, yeah, Stuart's one's coming in at 135, is it? Uh, yeah, something, I think something along so, those lines. Something along those lines, yeah. And that's uh, whereas the new tube screamer is a, a mass-produced, um, large-scale, uh, like worldwide operation. Stuart's one is made by Stuart by hand yeah. in the UK. And the bigger companies are, are able to get all the components cheaper because they're buying them in bulk. Yeah, and then then they're not the, using the the premium components as well they they they'll, they'll cheap out on certain things if if they can if they can find a, a, a way to cut a cost they'll do it you know like um uh adrian uh Thorpe, he always uses like burr brown uh components and stuff like that only the very 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 best components uh, are being used whereas you know so, someone who there are people out there who make wanky pedals and <laughs> you know that, yeah. <laughs> right here i've got another example for you right live live here i'm gonna this is gonna make great radio right right we've got this now this is a six degrees effects 11 uh amplitude 11 class a overdrive it's got a preamp built in it and it's a dual channel overdrive as well mm-hmm. and how you react the different the preamp right to the different um to the different overdrives you get different sounds out of it uh, because you've got the two channels, it's basically like a uh, like presets, and obviously you've got on and off as well, right? You've got uh, germanium, you've got symmetrical, and you've got asymmetrical. So oh, that's what that's the gas stands is. for. Absolutely, right? So this is a fantastic looking pedal, right? Now I'm going to chuck up what they've done on here, and you can see underneath, right? You've got the black, and then you've got the uh, the sort of copper effect as well. This is a, there are about five different components to just the chassis alone. Because look, it's um, a bit like a forpy pedal again, where it goes. Yeah, um, like wedge shaped and then the, there's yeah. the kind of, they bolt together the two parts. That's it. Right now I'm going to open the bugger up, right? <laughs> Wait until you see this. <laughs> Inside. I wasn't going to do this, but I want to because I want to see it myself anyway. I've only ever seen pictures of this. Yeah. Inside this. <laughs> two Joyo pedals. No. Magic. <laughs> yeah, two Joyo <laughs> It's a stamp with boss on it. <laughs> right. Wait until you see this. This is. Uh, I've got the wrong bit on the end of the uh, bloody screwdriver, so I've got a really. That's what she said. 
Spit on it, boys. Spit on it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that took a turn. <laughs> oh, do you know what? There's another bit on the end of this. Okay, so there was probably about five or six different bits of this chassis. That's okay. crazy. That's just the chassis alone. Yep. Off she comes. So there's that bit. Oh, it's... Oh, look. It's got a thing on the side. This is number... Is it 3034? Something like that? Serial number? Yeah. I love opening up pedals and seeing that sort of stuff. <laughs> right, watch like this. It. Watch this. Check Val. That is rather sexy. That's, uh, it is. That's immaculate, that is, isn't it? Now, what you're not seeing on here, listeners, is it's all point-to-point -point wired. Yeah. And they're all running at 45 degrees, 45 degree angles. So you've got like lots of X's and these sort of things where the uh, capacitors are all connected to each other. These are like they're probably around that sort of thing as well. This is the height of, um, you know, the height of what you're going to possibly get. Now, there's no way if you go and buy a stock pedal that you're going to get anything like that. No. I mean, like in comparison, you're talking about like the, the kind of, uh, the the Chinese brands that you'll get for like 15, 20 quid a pop, they're all, yeah. they're all I mean, majoritatively they're surface mount stuff and it's it's the cheapest possible surface mount stuff. It's all done by um, Cartesian robots. Yeah. Um, and it's, they're, they're produced en masse. Um, and which is why if you get a, a dud, they'll go, Okay, we'll just send you it another one. Chuck that one. Because they just see? actually... Boom, boom, boom. Can you see on some of these white capacitors, it actually says six degrees effects? <laughs> Shit, man. That's a... They've had their own capacitors made. <laughs> and that's that's kind of... That's that level. I mean, they're not cheap. That is... It's uh, $400 worth of pedal there, that is, isn't it? Yeah. But... Yeah, but I, I can imagine, right, if I put this on my board and I got used to it, I, I can't get away from the Brexit at the moment. I'm still I'm still on the BMB drive because I, I love that rat sound. But um, if I was to put this permanently on my board, it, it, I, I think this this would just, you know, be be all I need. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, why you want, that's why you buy a pedal like this. Yeah. They are as, a, as, a, as a solution. Um, yeah, how, I mean, much, how much would a point-to-point -point wired amp be? Uh, they're always stupid money, aren't they? Look at those. Um, the Vox ones are like uh, the standard AC15 is like five hundred and fifty now, and the hand-wired one is like sixteen hundred. Exactly. There you go. So you're, you're sticking basically an extra grand on for the for the privilege. Now, every single uh, boutique pedal that you buy out there, well, I say every single, the majority of them. Yeah. Are hand built. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the uh, the um, the robot manufacture is only available to to companies that can do it in in high volume. So yeah. they they will be handmade and and stuff like the the Hello Sailor stuff, which uh, which Matt's been uh, been uh, demoing this week. That's all done on uh, tag board, so it's it's all. Almost kind of harking back to the the original way that pedals were made. Yeah, so if I can interrupt here, I've only got it on my phone, but you should be able to see that. 
yeah. um, is the inside of the double mat. So you've got the tag board um, down the centre, and it's then individually each. So it's other parts are all wired to the tag board, and then wherever they need to go off to a switch or a pot or anything, it's like uh, it's done with like proper decent quality cable. There's no like printed circuit board. There's no none of that stuff. It's a proper custom, handmade, hand wired um, effect. Yeah. I, I know it's what it sounds like, you know, it's what what it sounds like is why we buy these pedals. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that. I, I know that just as much as anyone else does. And I'm not saying that just because it looks pretty inside the place you'd never fucking look anyway, that it's it's better. But the fact that that love and attention has gone into that and, you know, this has been really, really well built. Look all like that, you know, that looks really cool. This is a high-end class audio product. Yeah. So's the Forpy stuff. So's the Tate Effect stuff. So's, so, you know, I would not promote something unless it was good. Yeah, absolutely. Really. I think we, we've mentioned that on the cast that, that um, when we were doing the interview series, I was only promoting companies that I believed in, um, that I, I thought I, I would buy from these guys myself. Uh, and a bunch of the companies I have, uh, and if I haven't had the money to buy from them, I've uh, I've recommended them to people as well because they are they're, they're products that I, I believe in, and they're people as well that I'm invested in. Yeah, because it's, it's I, not, I had yeah, yeah I it's had, not just that, is it? I mean, Stuart, uh, as as much of a, as a wanker as he can be on uh, the forum sometimes, <laughs> he's an absolute stand-up chap. He's he's just absolutely sound. Same with uh, same with Joe from Hello Sailor. Like you can just hear from uh, him. Him Matt was speaking about him at the start of the cast. He's an absolutely stand-up guy, and at the heart of all of these people's companies is that customer satisfaction. They're not in it yeah. to to be the next boss. They're not in it to be the next massive. Uh, pedal company they are in it because they love guitar tone and they uh, at some point in their life they they bought a pedal and were excited about that prospect and wanted to share that yeah i i nearly went into building pedals years ago because i I modded a a wah pedal and a couple of other pedals and i was like oh i can do this um i wish i had of but i'm also, also glad that i didn't because um i i see how much torment they go through I know builders, some of the ones we've mentioned today that have been working on pedals for you know a year or two and they're just not happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like, they're not releasing it because they're like, it's just not good enough. It's just not doing anything. Yeah. See that? This is a, a Mifi power supply and the guy sent it over to me and I said, look, I'm not going to, if it's crap, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to talk about it. Now, this is it's pretty good. It's got... Um, it's got eight outputs, one's 12 volt, one's 18 volt, not switchable. Um, so it's limited in that respect. Mm-hmm. But this is all isolated. He sent another one with it, which isn't isolated. And I said to him, I'm not even going to open it. I don't, why are you sending it to me? <laughs> well, I'm not interested in a, in a yeah. power supply that isn't isolated. Um, yeah, I've given him the feedback on it, such as like that's the input to it. So it makes it a little bit difficult. Um, so you've got like a, a center negative, a bit like a boss input, I suppose it very much is. Yeah. But that's what your adapter is supposed to go to. And things like that, you know, 
we're only going to promote this stuff if it if it's good and if it's got any faults then we're going to say yeah yeah absolutely that yeah. I wouldn't be passionately talking about these hello sailors if they sounded shit like I, I would have said they sound shit and they just don't they're just some of the best sounding pedals that I own now yeah, yeah, yeah. I put I put them up there with the the likes of the crowd of hot cake that I've got, which is what were they new? They're like 140, 150 quid new. Yeah, you absolutely um, love them, don't you? I fucking love the hot cake, but this you just the gives you love the crowd the hot crowd of audio hot cake. Yeah, that's definitely what you said there. I'm def- I'm not going to edit that yeah. at all. It didn't sound like it at all, did it? Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> <For> sake. <laughs> <laughs> You might as well make it easy on me and just say, I love the cock, and I'll, I'll edit that straight. Uh, yeah, I mean, you say that, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm sure I've got this on. I'm sure I've got the audio in the bank somewhere. <laughs> Let's see if this one works. But I know you, and I know that you're not going to meticulously listen through all of the, <laughs> pet, all of the things to find where I've said all those words separately to edit them together. And then try and smooth out so it doesn't just sound like four edited yeah. together words. I love the cock. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> I love the cock. <laughs> I like how I've just made you say it like three or four times at this point. I know. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, we, we can get this audio as well, man. <laughs> I'm the guy who edits it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, swinging it back onto the, the actual point of the topic is that there are... Um, there are, there are, there are, there are. It's the same as Yuri. <laughs> um, there are um, pedal manufacturers out there who are just absolutely, absolutely brilliant, and there's no way that they'd be able to do what they're doing for fifteen bucks a, a pop. Um, oh God no! But no. like you look, you look at the the Tate Effect stuff, and we're talking like. Ranging from about like seventy quid to one hundred and thirty ish for the the most expensive stuff, and that's like I say, it's it's hand hand made, designed by the one guy himself, and meticulously designed. Uh, here's a here's a thing, right? Guitars are made of wood. Go chuck down a fucking tree. <laughs> yeah, that you was know, yeah, it was one of the arguments. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's free. Isn't <laughs> yeah, <it? laughs> there's guitars growing all over the place. Yeah, you <laughs> just need to put the effort in. Oh man, uh, yeah, it's annoyed me. <laughs> I, th- I think that's a uh, kind of it dispels the myth a little bit, doesn't it? That actually, it's, it's not that easy. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd struggle to make. Uh, make a pedal for less than about 40 quid if you didn't even take in like the time that I took to do it all of the troubleshooting where it eventually like works after not working for a fucking week all the spray painting and drawing dicks on enclosures all of this stuff takes time Uh, dude we are almost 15 minutes in and we haven't done the news come on let's do some news (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's do some news right so it's uh, Gibson Tacular this week isn't it for our news um, yeah so the f- first thing Gibson Les Paul special double cut figured top so these were kind of released uh, l- the latter end of NAM um, three colours bourbon burst cobalt burst and blue burst oh 
these are the PRS ones, aren't they? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Essentially, if you if you, t- if you took a junior um, and and fancied them up a little bit, um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, what have we got? Uh, Gib- Gibson Custom Booker Alnico three pickups, two volumes, two tones on a junior. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, a- <laughs> uh, yeah, ABR one stop bar uh, and stop bar tailpiece. Rover tuners. So, like, spec'd up like you'd expect Clocker standard to be. Uh, with a lot of the accoutrements you'd find in a standard, but in the shape of a, uh, a junior, essentially. I don't like the double cut with the binding. I really don't like it. Like, I've, like, I've only just acted... Like, I sent you a picture earlier. I just I hadn't even looked at it properly, but... Looking at that, the binding just irritates me. Straight away, the first thing my eye is drawn to is the weird binding. It just looks weird. Yeah. It's a junior. It should look like 40 quid's worth of wood. Yeah, so I think the uh, the juxtaposition between the fact that it's a junior and it's... it's a, Essentially, it's a... Uh, like the, the beginner Gibson... <laughs> um, but no, it's got. And there's too many knobs on it. Yeah, it's got. It's instead of having two controls, it's got four. Instead of I being a single there. pickup, it's double pickup, and it it looks fancy. Switch is in the wrong yeah. place. The switch is in the wrong place for a Les Paul. It's in the place for an SG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, cool. that would that would piss me off quite a lot. Yeah, it's it's triggering me a little bit. I know it shouldn't, but it's just making me annoyed. Like, yeah, making it, you itch it me? on the inside of the brain. Oh. Do those pups look a little bit close together? They do, but I sh- I'm sure they are. Yeah, probably. Right, the, yeah. the neck, the neck is is way too far away from the neck. It's, you could barely call it a neck pickup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a middle pickup at best. And <laughs> yeah, I, again, as with all Les Paul scratch plates, that's hideous. Yeah, I, I, I always. Yeah, it's the new style. Uh, it's the new style junior um, scratch plate, isn't it? Which is. It, wonky it goes over a bit too far. Wonk, wonky wibbly triple ply. Does that imply that all the routings on the front of the guitar then? The fender. Um, uh, I mean, it I could don't... be. It could be. I don't think it is, but it could be. I mean, they are. They're like four thousand four hundred and forty-nine dollars. Holy shit! Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, so it's a custom. It is a custom shop. It is yeah. a custom shop. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's it's going to be like meticulously made. They did it. Uh, no, I think it was last year as well, where they had like uh, like a bright red and a bright uh, and a like a kind of seafoam greeny blue. Um, they weren't bound though. Yeah, yeah. They had bound fretboards, and they were. I thought it would look better like that in those sort of colours because this this in the this sort of like I don't know. It looks like somebody's taken a chisel to a Les Paul. It looks like somebody's taken a saw to a Les Paul. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Does, no, you mentioned it, yeah. So... <laughs> and moved the pickup switch. <laughs> yeah, and moved a few bits around because they realised that when they cut it off, they cut out where the, the, the pickup should go. <laughs> so I'm sensing some general hostility towards this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with a hard one. maybe. Um. I, I reckon there'll be other, other colours in there that will make it look nice. I just don't like that colour. I think yeah, all of them are a bit safe, aren't they? You got the kind of brownie burst and yeah, I don't know bourbon burst, bourbon burst, yeah. bourbon what burst, cobra two? burst, which is like what was it, grey? Like okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Fair play, Gibson. You've been knocking it at the park recently, I... but nope. It's, that's no. not for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, next, next in in line for our Gibson tacular, Chuck Berry. Yeah. He's a book he's, cherry. Yeah, book cherry. Oh, I have he, a picture he's a guy, isn't he? Um, so. Uh, 350T, which is big body, dual P90 uh, kind of jazzer that Chuck Berry was um, kind of uh, linked with. Almost looks like like, like a bloated Les Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the name of Chuck Berry's guitar? Wasn't it like Bess, uh, Black something, wasn't it? It was, I uh, can't remember. Oh, no uh, idea. Nope, nope, nope. I haven't got a clue. I'm not very good with Chuck Berry. I know he played a three three five in the Back to the Future film. No, he played a three four five, which hadn't been released yet in the Back to the Future film. That's all that I know. That wasn't Chuck Berry. That was um, uh, it was my McFly. Yeah, it was. But... <laughs> a slight difference. There's, I know it's, it's it's difficult, but there's a slight difference in those two. The one is, is shorter. One uh, of them was playing. They were both playing the same fucking song, weren't they? Yeah. Just one of them played some yeah. Van Halen licks. Uh, yeah, at the end. Uh, yeah. As per Van Halen. <laughs> uh, so this specific model has not been made since 1956. So that's pretty special. Is there um, a reason for that? <laughs> you know, was it really that bad? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's because Brett Gretz make it better. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Gretsch. It's so good. It really is so so good. Oh shit! I was uh, I was on the gear exchange today, talking to a bloke about um, one of the uh, mm-hmm. electromatic double cut gretches, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I've I've got to get that," but I've, I've <laughs> just oh, I haven't messaged him back. So sorry, dude. Um, yeah, back to the Chuck Berry uh, maple front back sides. Uh, it's got a floating bridge. Uh, it's kind of like one of those trapezoid bridges. Um, and the hardware they had to make it special because again this model not made since 1956 so they didn't have those bits kicking around um, I'm sure if they'd have asked Gretsch they could have sent them some <laughs> it, <laughs> it does yeah. just look Seen like a the, Gretsch yeah. body. <laughs> again <laughs> look where the pickup selector is is it yeah. normally there? no Oh, I don't know whether it used to be, but like on the bottom horn, it just seems like a weird place to put your pickup selector. Yeah, it really um, And the for me, the pickups seemed quite quite close together. They they were yeah, like offset against the. Did, did this guitar really need the twenty two frets that it's got? Yeah, <laughs> like you can't you can't the reach the last four. Anything less than twenty two frets is on on anything is just stupid. Like, okay, yeah. well all my guitar is stupid. Then. All my yeah. guitar. Because I've used the 21st fret in Hate to Say I Told You So by the Hives and nothing else. And other than that, I don't go higher than about 17. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I find myself reaching for, for that extra fret on my strap. Well, just bend. Just just wee, play, wee. Play, the, play the one below, below it and bend. That, that's, a, that's fine, right? If you if you plan ahead and you you've worked your solo out and these sort of things, if you're just jamming and you, and you're doing a run and you go up to there, you're not thinking about oh yeah I'm going to bend because by the time you get up there and you go to bend, you know, you're out of time. And I just want that. What's wrong with that extra fret? It gets in the way. Come on, let's uh, get all of those extra frets. Like I say, I've never ever come to need that extra fret. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I use I use them, but then again, if I've um, got twenty one, I'm, I'm not necessarily actually, missing out. I think I think my very active is twenty two. So there you go. There you go. And it can. And I have got a twenty two fret guitar. It's got a, like a, a mode on on it somewhere that where you can model twenty four <laughs> frets. <laughs> The model, however many fucking frets it wants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> very active, beautiful, beautiful piece of technology. Uh, What's up next, boys and girls? Well, so Chuck, the Chuck, there's no no price on it. Um, what are we saying? I, I I like the look of it, but it does just look like a a, a hollow body Gretsch with P90s. So we're saying saying that Gretsch is pretty much the. <laughs> The, the solution to this for which I assume will be probably a lot less money because these seem quite I assume this is going to be a limited run isn't it rather exclusive um, yeah. right so final one with the the, the Gibbos Joe Perry uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> come on come on so Joe Perry uh, in fact I might have a, a, a sneaky final bit of um, Gibson news today but Joe oh, really? Perry yeah Joe Perry custom uh, custom shop Les Paul uh, so it's a single bridge pickup uh, which is a, 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 some kind of booker um, it's got a, it's got a strap bridge on it it's a, a Wilkinson floating trim uh, why? why who's ever played a Les Paul and gone I need a strap trim on this I don't like my guitar to sound in tune but, therefore I want a strap trim on it well the, the Les Paul <laughs> access was a thing which was a uh, Floyd Rose equipped one so someone yeah but Floyd Roses you can have them in tune you can't have a strap bridge in tune if you want to use it as a strap bridge which is why everyone just welts it down to the guitar and blocks them off Um, you you can if you get a decent one if you get a decent one get it set up properly you can you can stay in tune I I find the opposite with Les uh, sorry uh, Floyd Roses they just don't stay in tune I fucking hate them if you set up for Floyd's Rose right, yeah, Floyd Rose well, is easier to get to stay in tune than a, a strap. Yeah, licensed Floyd's Rose is uh, you ain't got a chance in hell. Yeah, licensed one, no, just forget uh, it. If it's if it's a cheap copy, no. Yeah, whereas the the a, a good Floyd Rose is as as good as anything. Like, uh, well, as as good as anything that you want to go. On yeah, <laughs> I've never ever wanted to put a strap bridge on a on a Les Paul. <laughs> it's just like, I understand Bixby. I, I understand, understand Vibrola. Vibrola. I, I, even if you're a metal player, kind of understand Floyd Rose. But strap trem system is everybody knows the worst strap the worst trem system. So why would you put one on a Les Paul? Because you're Joe Perry. Um, I mean, why would you not have a neck pickup? But yeah, because so he doesn't want to have a pickup selector on his guitar. So there's there's an, another relatively interesting on this. Uh, so it's got a Chandler Tone X tone control. Is that like the guy from Friends? It, it's exactly that. So after Friends, uh, he, he had a little <laughs> period of not working, and then decided I'm going to get into the whole tone control business. Uh, <laughs> No. It sounds like the Eric Clapton mod. So yeah, it's a, so it's like an active, it's an active boost, um, isn't it? Q control by the sounds of it, where you engage this thing and then it's it's kind of wah esque, uh, so you can get it to really cut through um, using this this mental tone control. It's taken all the really good bits off the guitar and just chucked loads of shit on there. Well, that's it. He's also it, 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 to, to make it active and have a strap trem system. 
he's dug out huge chunks of the guitar so that it's not going to... St- you haven't got a, a neck pickup, so you've, he's like <laughs> taken... Oh, right, so he's put, all the, he's put <laughs> yeah. all that in, into the hole where the neck pickup would go. Right, right okay. okay. He wants to keep it the same weight, does he? I didn't think of that. <laughs> so he's, he's, this is a three for this week, is it? Gibson, swing and a miss. I love I'm, Gibson. I really do. I've been. I've, I've always been a big fan of Gibson. I really have. Uh, and Joe Perry as well. I really like Joe Perry. I think he's a great guitar player. This yeah. is shit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, being a custom I mean, I shop as well. Just... It's uh, it's going to be pricey. <laughs> it's uh... like don't get me wrong. The other stuff that Gibson announced at Nam, I like their like sixties and like fifties and sixties standards now. Yeah, yeah. Doing I mean, the there's, there's a lot that's coming out of there. Which is, and, that's pretty, you know, pretty decent. Like the, the, that all makes sense, and they've already like instead of saying they're going to be two thousand seven hundred quid, they've already said that they're not going to be that price. Yeah. And when they're hitting the shelves, they're going to be nearer two thousand than three thousand, which is what a lot of people have asked for. And that makes sense. Like everything else I heard about Gibson from Nam was great, but these custom shop things, they just need to stop. Like by all means, release them. <laughs> but don't try and make them news because you're just good. That's where all this kickback comes from: is you trying to push your five thousand pound shitty guitars. Well, let's be fair. If they, if they release something like this and didn't, tell yeah, anyone didn't tell anyone, it. yeah, didn't push it, <laughs> that'd be bad yeah. business. But there's a whole lot of Aerosmith fans out there buying these up. And then push it on the Aerosmith website. Don't try and shove it down my throat on the Facebook page from the Guitarist magazine. See, people are chiming in on the group and they're saying oh, it looks great. And it's like. I don't. <laughs> so I mean, each their own. I'm a bit lukewarm on it. Uh, for the price, I definitely won't be even considering buying one. And I don't need a Strat Trem, but I like the fact that it's. I like a gold top. Um, and yeah, it might be alright. However, I don't, I don't like gold tops. Final, final bit today, and it was a, a picture that was shared. Uh, like in in the ether. So Gary Clark Jr. We've we've been a huge <laughs> fan of Gary Clark Jr. Um, that SG. That SG. Yeah, the the triple pickup SG with P two seventy in it, which is yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So he's been pictured. Picture one. Uh, he's been pictured with a flying V. Um, oh, a, I saw a, it. A very yeah. similar setup, so it looks like it's three P ninety one. Yeah, couldn't you share it? It's in bright orange. I might have shared it somewhere. Uh, so yeah, there's no. Are you switching <laughs> lights on and off? I'm fiddling with not with switches on. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> fiddling with me knobs. So I'm just going to timestamp that one, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's there's been absolutely no news of it. There's been no announcement. So it's it's very much the early stages. But like, uh, it looks like it's got a, like a binding around the body, like a, a black binding with a bone neck and triple P90. It's it's basically like the the flying V equivalent of the SG. So Gary Clark Jr. has got into my mind once again. So, <laughs> Like this guy, he wants an SG. Let's 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 do an SG. This guy now wants a flying V. Let's uh, let's make him jealous. Let's destroy the flying V by putting P90s in it. Oh, how dare you, Matthew? How dare you? 
See, my, my, my view of a P90 guitar is very opposite to my view of, uh, of any other guitar. It's if it's got a P90 in it, it's one P90 and it's in the bridge. That's it. <laughs> that's a P90. Because that, that's, that's my balls out, just a one-tone sort of like... Yeah, going to rock it, yeah. Yeah. Kind of Leslie Honk West guitar. style. S, an SG Junior, basically. That, that's, I, I've been long enough to one for one for, for a long, long time. I had the opportunity to pick one up... Um, about six months ago but it's gone now and god it was from the 60s and it was gorgeous but yeah I feel like we, yeah. we've got a blues song in the in the making there no 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 now she's gone but now she's gone but now she's gone yeah let's let's stick to our day jobs indeed yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately mine is blues singer so fuck <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah I think that's that's us for the news uh, today didn't you want to say something about your super fuzz boy oh shit yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean we, we've got a, a, a bunch of um, boutique quote unquote um, pedal manufacturers um, that we wanted to kind of highlight we, we mentioned uh, Tate FX um, with his uh, Raise the Dead his BMB his Antares Um Hello, Sailor, as well. We, we talked about those guys. I wanted to uh, to highlight um, Raygun Effects, which are another UK uh, UK manufacturer. They the, the pedals that they do are pretty awesome. So they, they're very professional looking and really not a great right. deal of uh, money for what they're asking. So I, I pointed out like kind of three effects. Um, so they've got one called the, the Vintage Boost, which is like a one knob, uh, one knob boost, which kind of, it's almost like it adds a, a bit of presence to you, um, your signal, as well yeah, as definitely. as well as the boost. So it almost gives that kind of upper end clarity. Um, I'm just and, popping the pictures up now, and I don't think I've got a picture of. Yeah, I don't think I did. I I just picked a couple of random ones because I picked them up before. I've got the Aurora, which is a delay, which is not the one you're on about. Nope, <laughs> no. definitely not. I mean, I picked the pictures before because you hadn't said anything. I just picked some random some pictures random of their effects. Yeah, so uh, Vintage Boost was one of the ones that I wanted to have a look at because it's it's the kind of pedal that I'd I'd get. They do a lot of uh, a lot of fuzzes and some some pretty meaty sounding fuzzes. Um, do but, they do they all have these sort of uh, like knobs that have almost like they almost like a really fat raindrop? A, a fat what? Sorry. Raindrop, like they've got like a point on it on one point. Yeah, there's like a teardrop. Oh no, uh, no, no, no. So the um, the the vintage um, vintage boost is like it's a giant. Of, yeah, giant, hat, giant. Yeah, almost kind of like top hat, but um, metal looking like silvery metal. Uh, almost kind of like a, a proper seventies looking knob. <laughs> Hairy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, if I've ever played these before. Uh, so, another one was the, the fuel driver, uh, which is kind of two knobs. So, you've got volume and drive, um, and goes, it's got like a pretty huge range of uh, drive. Again, it's something that I'd use because it, it can do quite subtle and transparent. Um, but then, if you crank it up and use the, the selector switch, you can get distortion. Kind of level stuff. They're going for fifty quid uh, at the moment, and uh, on the, on the website they've got a a dual fuel driver for sixty quid, which 
I, I couldn't even make it for that. Um, but the, the piece de la resistance was the uh, the super fuzz boy, which is exactly how it sounds, and you've probably seen it uh, in forums already. Which is essentially, boom. it's a Game Boy. I'm assuming <laughs> by boom you've put a picture of it up now. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, super fuzz boy, uh, essentially like a Game Boy housed uh, fuzz pedal, uh, two knobs for the A and the B button of the the. Um, the Game Boy and the the LCD screen as well uh, lights up and displays something. It says Super Fuzzboy plus press start ray gun. Um, does it does it always have that on, or does it only come up with that when you turn it on? I think the switch turns it to a backlit one. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's there and the switch just lights it up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't amazing. think it's actually log LCD uh, screen, <laughs> but. This is what I want to know is, can I plug my copy of Pokemon Red into the top of it and play it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it comes with a, it comes with a, a Game Boy um, cartridge that says Super Fuzz Boy. Um, I mean, that's close enough. And I'll take that. Yeah, it's, it's 109, uh, 109 quid for that. Considering like those old Game Boy chassis probably take up most of the price of that. That's ridiculous. Right. Just... just just hear me out here. You mean Looking not. at that just makes me want to go and buy a Game Boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that? Am I just being weird? You, you guys get that as well? Yeah, I, I want to buy a Game Boy as well. Every time I see this. Yeah, I'd I, I dig a Game Boy. I'm I'm waiting for the uh, waiting for the Raygun uh, Super Fuzzboy Color or the Super <laughs> Fuzzboy Advanced SP. <laughs> it's just smaller. Yeah. Wow. That's the flip one. You've missed the advanced out completely. That's me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the one I had. I had a colour and an advanced. Yeah. I, I never went with the SP because oh. I'm very good at snapping, folding things. Uh, yeah, I had I had an, when, an SP that looked like the old um, NES controllers. Right. Okay. And that was yeah. That was big. in the era where all phones were flip phones. I used to go through about six or seven phones a year because I just snapped them in half accidentally. Not purely smash. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even that. I just put them in my pocket whilst they're unflip, whilst they're flipped open because I was used to having a phone that didn't need a flip. I mean, <laughs> so I just stick it in my pocket and then they'd snap in half. There's your problem. Nothing used to upset me more than watching that battery light die. On the Game Boy. Game Boy. Oh. Just, sorry, get, you used to just get <laughs> weaker and weaker like, yeah. and weaker. Yeah. And it would just like blink out and you're just like, I was about to hit my top score on Tetris, man. Oh, <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Crazy shit. Yeah, I think we've we've all, we've all felt that pain. <laughs> I love like Tetris. I think <laughs> we're, we're probably at time today. And at time... And some, <laughs> yeah, time, yeah, time, time, and a bit, time and a half. Um, I wish. Uh, so before before we wrap it up, um, fret talk uh, for the month of February, which we are still in. Uh, we're yeah. sponsored uh, sponsored by uh, Fletcher Pickups. Go check them out, FletcherPickups.co.uk. I think um, links are in the show notes, or will be, and they do bitching bitching pickups. Just just check them out, like. There's there's shit loads of stuff on my uh, on my Facebook and uh, YouTube that contains the um, the Fletcher pickup stuff. Matt's oh, I forgot something. 
go go for for it. Right. We have added to the top of the group. There's uh, into the top. We've got a an interactive demo, so you can go on there and try it for yourself of the um, game changer plasma pedal. Oh, awesome! So, yeah. So from Tonepedia, we're going to be doing these with Tonepedia from time to time. I'm um, going to try and get him one every couple of weeks or one every month or something along those lines. So there'll be an interactive pedal that you can go and try, um, and there'll be you can try it with different like you can put in. Let's pull or Strat, and at the moment you've got a choice between a Fender and a, an AC30, and then you've got various different styles of playing, and then you can control some of the knobs to different parameters. It's it's really great. They make some fantastic stuff, and um, yeah, that's on the group at the moment. Yeah, I just say there's no choice between a Fender and an AC30. It's AC30 every time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Sorry. yeah, so go check go check that out as well. Um, I definitely will be um, probably tomorrow because I'm tired, so I'm going to go straight to bed after this. Oh, I've uh, got to be up at five. I know the feeling. <laughs> damn straight. Okay. Uh, so Matt, do you want to wrap us up because uh, I'm, I'm going to f it. So what? What? What are we, are we doing? The if you want to get more of us, either stay here in the pedal boards group, group uh, pedal boards of doom group. Or you can head over to our Facebook page at uh, just search for the Fret Talk podcast. Yep. Uh, if you want to see more of the budget pedal chat, go uh, to Instagram or go to um, Facebook, Facebook or YouTube and search for the budget pedal chat. Uh, I think Instagram and Facebook, you're slash budget pedal chat, aren't you? Yep. Uh, and YouTube, all, all just of search. Show notes anyway. Yeah, all on the show notes. Um, for me. Uh, Twitter, heel underscore MacQ, Instagram, heel underscore MacQ, Twitch, heel underscore MacQ, because I do live streaming of video games, so if you want to come and make me stop talking about... I'm sick of talking about wrestling to people, I want to talk about guitars, but nobody ever wants to talk about guitars in my streams, so I do. Come, 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 over, come over to my Twitch channel and talk about guitars with me then. Um, but yeah, um, and other than that, um, uh, my band is Switch IOM on Facebook, and that's about it rock and roll so from myself mr budget pedal chap from lee doom from bye guys from bye matt bye matt it will be a tatty bye and good night for this week ta-da a bit ta-da bye auf wiedersehen pet Still streaming, guys. I knew that. <laughs>